gonna be weird yes hi i'm amy and i'm chris and, and we're, we're sonosphere you're listening to wyxr 91.7 on your fm dial
can hear myself now. Hi. <laughs> wow. It's been a it's been a Monday um, here in the studio. <laughs> Welcome to Sonosphere here on WYXR 91.7. We have a special show today, um, and it's getting more and more special. <laughs> but uh, we have uh, some friends in the studio today, uh, detectives. I want y'all to introduce yourself and who you are and uh, how the band began, and we... We just wanted to bring them in today because there's a show coming up later this week. So we yes. want to talk about that. I'm Toby Veth <laughs> from Hilo Recording, uh, part of this great group, Detective. Um, I produced and engineered the record, played a few bits, helped arrange songs with Jonna and Krista Roten and Michael Jason. Well, I'm Jonna. I'm the um, cellist vocalist in this group. And over here we got Josh. <laughs> I'm Josh Breeden. Uh, I am a producer and visual maestro for uh, the band Detective. I like that visual maestro. I love that. That's great. Nice. That's right. You did all the posters and all the all the art for for the coming up this weekend. Yeah, we really kind of approached this like uh, kind of like an Andy Warhol role to uh, the Velvet Underground. Nice. So um, yeah. Welcome, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about um, the impetus behind Detective. Like, what got it started and why and all that? Because I, it's about film and, and sci-fi and, and scoring, right? Yeah, well, I think all four of us really enjoy scores. Um, and Michael wanted to do something that was in that vein. And we just all kind of collaborated. And he... He'd come with some guitar pieces and we'd kind of flesh it out and John and Krista with their amazing string abilities would do their thing and um, I mean that's just really just kind of started as a collaboration like that just as a recording project which it still is because we've never played a, a show or anything but did you want to talk about anything from your perspective well no it's just we've always wanted to do a film score so this was kind of uh, a step towards that trying to present a score that someone might grab onto and maybe make something out of it or just know that we've got the chops to do it. So right. It was super fun and it's it's continuing to be fun putting the show together. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, and the way that uh, Michael uh, approached me about it was, um, <clears throat> and I'm quoting him when uh, I say this, uh, he he wanted to make a, a project where um, the visuals uh, was kind of like that feeling uh, as a kid walking into uh, a movie rental store and, uh, you know, back in being a kid growing up in the 90s and um, having that sense of walking through like the horror section or like the neo-noir section and seeing all the uh seeing all the artwork on all the VHS boxes uh, and yeah. uh, that was really kind of like a touchstone to uh, us sort of trying to figure out a way to capture uh, the feeling of that in the artwork and um, just just being overly garish with all the uh, sort of gore covers uh, kind of reminiscent of like a Dario Argento uh, type of type of cover or poster that um, yeah. yeah, all the vibrant colors and, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, and, like, the blood coming <laughs> down on the stabbing poster. I think uh, it really does bring that sort of feeling out um, that you're trying to capture there. So I thought it was totally. really beautiful. And if y'all haven't seen it, you know, St. Francis Ele Elevator Ride on Instagram, there's all kinds of posts around that. Um, 
So check it out. I want to talk for a second, and we're going to put it on here in a minute, uh, about the 2019 album that y'all put together. I think we're going to hear first um, Detective Theme. Is that right? Uh, yeah. It's the opening track. All right. Well, here in a minute, did you want to add anything? Oh, it's just kind of a memphis like black exploitation style horns kind of rock and roll track. All right. Well, let's hear it right now here on Sonosphere on WYXR 91.7.
The Brooks is open in Overton Park, home to Memphis Art Collection since 1916. The Memphis Brooks Museum of Art holds the largest collection of world art in the region, with more than 10,000 works spanning 5,000 years of art and cultures. Remember, every Wednesday is free and open until 8 p.m. They are a proud sponsor of WYXR. For more information about the museum and their exhibitions, visit brooksmuseum.org. You belong at the Brooks. And welcome to Saunasphere right here on WYXR 91.7 and on the web at WYXR.org. And I'll just also mention that we are a nonprofit community radio station. And um, you can donate now at WYXR.org. And uh, our members of the station is how we keep the station going. So definitely head over there. And I just want to acknowledge, too, Chris is here, <laughs> my co-host of Saunasphere. Hey, y'all. <laughs> How's it going? It's nice Monday. Yes, it is. Hectic. A little bit. <laughs> Always. But I also want to welcome our guests today. And today we're playing um, scores and soundtrack tunes because uh, we're here with Detective, uh, a band that it's kind of come together to, to showcase what you know they can do with score uh, and scoring and film music. So um, welcome back. And yes. we we just heard a few tunes and, um, you know, y'all brought some songs you wanted to play today. And I guess we can talk about what we just heard and then why you chose it. Sure. That first one uh, after the detective theme was uh, Tuesday Night in Memphis. And it's uh, John Lurie from Mystery Train. Um, and I just really like that song, uh, that whole score, really. Um, it's just got such a mood and, it, and good scores tend to... You know, take decent movies and elevate them. But when you have a really good movie and a good score, it really makes it that much more special. And I like how that song's really moody, and then it's kind of it's like you're walking down the late '80s Memphis streets, and then all of a sudden a band comes in, and it's like you walk by the bar, and there's a and there's a band. You know, I just think it works perfectly for that movie. Totally. Sweet. And the one you heard right after that was um, from one of my favorite composers, current composers, Nicholas Bertel. I actually heard that, uh, I listened the crap out of that soundtrack for a long time before I even saw the film. And once I finally did, I was like, Toby said, it really just elevated <clears throat> what I had heard previously, just finding out what the whole storyline was about. It was, it's a must see. Um, so check it out. Awesome. Oh, yep. The film is um, If Bill Street Could Talk. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah beautiful song. Before we get into what's next, actually, I wanted to talk about. Sorry, I wanted to talk about Friday, um, and yeah, what sure. y'all are putting on on Friday. Uh, we <laughs> have an event at the Black Lodge on this Friday, March eighteenth, at eight p.m. Um, the first part of the night is basically a curated um, video playlist of sort of our favorite so some of the stuff you might hear today uh, along with others um, that's curated by uh, us and um, Matt at Black Lodge so uh, that's sort of the first part of the night and then the second uh, part of the night uh, is we're, we're going to actually debut the number one uh, album and then Accompanying that will be uh, the the visual video score of the nice. of the film score um, done by myself. Um, hopefully, if I finish it in time. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
deadlines. Yeah. So uh, we hope everybody can come out. And I mean, it's just going to be a good night of people who love love film score and yeah. uh, just the genre movies in general. So um, yeah, it's going to be good. And Josh, you were talking about with me the other day about how you approached creating these visuals, you know, almost like it worked in, in opposite, you know? Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting that, you know, the the f- people who f- score films, they're given the film and then they are there to uh, create music that is emotionally driven, that uh, moves along the, the narrative of the film. Uh, and it's kind of interesting that we're... <laughs> As far as my part of in this project is doing it in reverse, where um, the songs were were brought to me, and then I'm doing my best to create the visual behind uh, or to accompany the the um, the the songs. So yeah, is that like with that process? Is that does that make it more difficult for you to put it in those boundaries or to? Uh, yeah, I mean, not really. I mean, just because what I do. Uh, you know, there's always I do a lot. I, I do visual storytelling anyway, so um, it's it's kind of not it's not that much different. Um, just but just the idea of this being so specific to genre film, there's that element of like what I mean. This whole th- this whole thing is very much love letter to to film scores and mm-hmm. to genre film. So um, we just wanted to be as true to that and and especially with just like sort of cult yeah uh horror and neo-noir uh which is kind of the backbone of this of this project of of what we wanted it to to look like and sound like um yeah hey you say a lot of cult horror and neo-noir are there any films that like stick out that you know you really drew from yeah i mean well uh especially i mean and we're debuting this at Black Lodge, and the f- the first time I, I I attended the new Black Lodge was um, when um, Claudio Simonetti uh, his ver- his latest iteration of Goblin uh, sort of came, uh, and they did a live score to uh, Deep Red, and that was one of the coolest experiences. And and visually one of, one of the you know one of the best horror films, um, and so that I wanted to kind of have that similar visual experience with uh, with with a lot of that. So um, yeah, cool. Yeah, and and Toby, so you you produced a lot of the album and helped with the arrangement and stuff. How much of that was you know like was it a full collaborative process and how many it seems like there were a lot of hands in there and definitely, how was that process there definitely was i mean all of it started basically as an idea you, most of it with michael's guitar part <laughs> and essentially what we would do is book a couple of days in the studio and the day before we'd go in we'd all meet up and kind of on the fly figure out an arrangement or a court, how it's going to work and then it was just a matter of us all throwing different ideas at, at you know, okay, this is going to be more string based. So Kristen, John, they're going to lead the way on mm-hmm. this or, you know, and then it's just taking everybody's talents and figuring out how to best sprinkle them across the thing. 
and we, and we wanted to cover a wide group of styles, different styles on the record too. So, you know, you have the string heavy stuff and then you have the synth heavy stuff and then you have the melding of the two and then there's other other elements with the horns and the actual drums and bass, mm -hmm. kind of more like the black exploitation kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, it was definitely, you know, it, it says produced by me, but it was definitely a collaborative effort of just like creating what it, the vibe that it, mm -hmm. you know, ended up being. Yeah, the range of that album I was like really uh, taken back by because it was not what I was expecting really. It's all over the place. Yeah, but that's that was our intention. You know, it's like uh, let's take all these things that we like and see how we can smush them together. Yeah, each song does kind of set its own mood, which I think was probably really interesting for for your work, Josh, too. So yeah, totally. Um, and and I also want to say that the the there was also a business model component. To the record too because um, Michael wanted to have this project serve as a as sort of a jumping off point um, to score other other people's films so it's not just like a band I mean it's very much like the project was designed to, to look like like a Memphis Goblin or like a Memphis Tangerine Dream but mm -hmm. it was you know we have such a great like film community here um, it was supposed to be initially also be part of a, a, a jumping out point to uh, score other people's movies too, like this band. Like an audition tape kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, or like an audio demo, like demo yeah, reel. Totally. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, um, let's get back into some of the music. Yeah. I, I think, um, speaking of kind of cult songs, we have a, a Twin Peaks, uh, or maybe, let me go yeah, back Yeah, this is, uh, it's from season two, yep. uh, which is not as favored. <laughs> but, but this is also yeah this is uh angelo bad lamenti but it's also it's kind of more of a deep cut but it's also very um pivotal to um the plot of uh who killed laura laura palmer right. his uh harold's storyline so this is harold's theme harold's theme yeah. coming harold's up theme. right here
Hey, Memphis, this is Sam the Sham. You're listening to WYXR 91.7 FM, the station with the city's soul. All right. Thanks, Sam the Sham. You're tuned in here to Sonosphere on WYXR 91.7. We're your host. My name is Amy. And I'm Chris. You know, speaking of Sam the Sham, there is a listening session in the Memphis Listening Lab. Uh, one of the exactly. WYXR stereo sessions coming up on Thursday. You're going to hear the record Hard and Heavy by Sam the Sham. Um, but before we get back into our interview and things, I will remind you that we are a nonprofit community radio station that thrives on your support. Yes, you, the listener. So you can go to wyxr.org slash donate and see all the ways that you can contribute to make all of this magical programming happen stay, stay. on the air <laughs> do it i was thinking of the word i lost myself <laughs> for a second but yeah we're in 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 studio with detective uh they have a a show um friday on friday at black lodge yep. right down the street from the concourse here mm-hmm. um you said it's going to start out just uh, anybody that hasn't tuned in yet it's going to start out with a like a compilation or a of uh videos that inspired y'all yeah it's sort of a curated playlist of of um our favorite uh film score songs and um uh, influence songs of what uh what we heard uh to make the record so nice. yeah nice. Well, what did we just heard? We just heard a, a detective song. Um, yeah, we just heard If It if Bends. It, yes. And so there's a kind of a little story behind that song, if you all want to kind of talk about how that came uh, about. Well, the reference uh, for the song name, there's two songs on the record, If It Bends and If It Breaks. It's from the, uh, it's from the, it, it's a reference to the movie uh, Crimes and Misdemeanors from uh, Woody Allen and... It's a line that uh, Alan Alda says in the movie um, about comedy, and there's like a whole bit about pain and sorrow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's if it if it bends, it's funny. If it breaks, it's not funny. Um, so, I, I to be honest, I've never I've actually never seen the movie. So. Um, Thanks, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> Michael J. Sued, That that that's that's kind of more his uh, his his invention of of the song reference there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, Toby and uh, John can speak more to what what the song process was. Yep. Well, this uh, this seems interesting. Beginning, uh, it all started with the drum machine and. If, if you notice during the song, the tempo is kind of constantly changing. It's speeding up and slowing down, and, spe- and it's all being done manually with the drum machine. So we laid down what we thought was enough time with the drum machine making these different tempo changes, and then everybody just piled on top of it. So it, was, it wasn't, it didn't start as a song per se. It started as a beat, and then we kind of built the score piece around it. That's cool. And John is, uh, and Krista's great vocals on the end of that really make it. Yeah. I don't know. I guess the only thing I have to add is I was, do you remember how many takes it took when we were giggling? Uh, oh, yeah. On the, uh, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> my product, I was like, <laughs> it was, uh, it was fun. We got it down, though. <laughs> you definitely have hours of giggling. 
of Chris and John <laughs> over the years, all those sessions we've done together. That'll be an album for later. Yeah, that's yes. the number two. Just, just for laughs. <laughs> this is our comedy score album. <laughs> well, we also heard some tunes that y'all chose for the um, for today's session, so I don't know if y'all want to talk about why you chose those songs we just heard. John well, Carpenter. The John Carpenter, and, yeah, man. the Escape from New York. Josh and I were saying that it's it's hard to choose John Carpenter, but that's kind of the one. That's yeah. our favorite favorite movie. Y'all both chose it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> it was, we had to like overlap and like picking the songs for today. But yeah, that's the one where it's it's very much that's that's the best movie and that's the that's like the ultimate John Carpenter song in our opinion. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite of his scores, and it's my favorite of his movies. Totally. And like I said, I mean, it's 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 very hard to like pick a favorite, especially with John Carpenter, because and he's such an important figure in like the film score. And I mean, he, he's one. He's like that figure that does it all. I mean, he directs, produces, writes, and does the music. So right. You you can't leave him off the list. No. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, and then the Blade Runner track, right? Oh, yeah. And that kind of also, the vocals on the end of that Blade, uh, Evangelist song uh, are kind of similar to the John and Chris's vocals on the end of that other song. You see kind of the influences kind of melding together. But that's also one of my favorite movies of all time. Cool. Me too. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. It's up there at the top. Incredible score. <laughs> now, the question is, do you like it with the Harrison Ford monologue? Or do you like the version? I prefer the final without, cut. Final version. cut. I'm the yeah. final cut version final cut. too. Yeah. But know? but Harrison Ford will like fist fight you. Yes. If you because he worked hard to do that narration, he will. Uh, he he's very proud of it and how much like work he put into doing the narration. So somebody he will said he, he will strongly disagree with you. Somebody the other. But I, we prefer we prefer the final cut. Yeah. Somebody the other day told me like. We, we had actually had that conversation about that uh, and they were talking and they were like well it, he just sounds drunk and tired and they were like it fits in perfectly to his character yeah I mean yeah it's I can see that yeah, yeah. I can see that argument yeah. totally. but, but I'm glad we agree Final Cut Final Cut is, we yeah I'm glad that's settled. Yeah, <laughs> just had to get that out of there. Gotta get that out of the way. Well, there was no like strong debate in yeah, the no, studio. No here. debate. Yeah. No debate. <laughs> Look at the three nerds. Over there. <laughs> well, actually, coming up next, uh, we have Breakmaster Cylinder, uh, Purple Butter. Who chose that one? Jonna did. All right, Ooh. tell us about that one. It's just a fun little one. Um, I found out about this uh, composer through my favorite podcast, Reply All. Um, very piano Bach inspired so a lot of cool kind of counterpoint for you classical nerds um it's just we have of, a few of those that listen those. to this okay, show yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we think yeah it's fun is anybody out there <laughs> i'm here <laughs> yay yay well let's hear that one coming up next right here on sonosphere on wyxr 91.7 
Thanks for tuning in today to Sonosphere. I want to thank our guests one last time, Josh Breeden, St. Francis Elevator Ride, um, and Detective Band for coming in today. Uh, don't miss the show on uh, Friday at Black Lodge, uh, 8 p.m. There's going to be some great stuff going on, um, a, a live video uh art show kind of thing and then uh and then the and then the uh, number one album will be played so and merch and merch essential Essential merch so uh definitely uh, check that out at black lodge 8 p.m on friday all right y'all have a great monday and stay tuned for riding in rhythm on wyxr production produced by Amy S. and Chris Williams. Check us out at sonospherepodcast.com. Subscribe on iTunes and check us out on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening.